Hello, this is Yusra from newsroundy.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 2nd of August. According to the data from the Union Health Ministry, India recorded 40,134 new COVID-19 cases and 422 deaths on Monday. For the past 6 days on the trot, the daily case count has surpassed the 40,000 mark. Kerala saw the highest number of new cases, over 20,000 of them. The total number of coronavirus cases in India has risen to 3.16 crore and the death toll to 4.24 lakh. There are 4.13 lakh active cases in the country at present. In Kerala, active cases have increased to 1.67 lakh. However, these numbers are widely considered to be undercounts. Tamil Nadu has made it mandatory for travelers coming in from Kerala to carry a negative RT-PCR test from 5th August onwards. In Punjab, schools reopened for all classes after a year today on Monday, but with COVID-19 protocols in place. According to a mathematical model developed by researchers who correctly anticipated the tapering of the surge in cases earlier this year, India is likely to see another major surge in infections that will peak in October. According to estimates by researchers led by Muthukumalli Vidyasagar and Manindar Agarwal at Indian Institutes of Technology in Hyderabad and Kanpur, the outbreak could worsen as soon as this month with the next wave peaking at less than 1 lakh infections per day in the best case scenario and nearly 1 lakh 50000 cases per day in the worst case scenario. Assam Chief Minister Hemant Biswa Sarma has asked the state's police to withdraw the first information report filed against Mizo National Front MP K1 Lalvena as a goodwill gesture. Mizo National Front is Mizoram's governing party. Sarma however made it clear that cases against the Mizoram police personnel accused of killing five Assam police personnel during a border clash on July 26 will continue to be pursued. After the clash, MP1 Lalvena and six other police officers from Mizoram were booked under an FIR. While no casualties were suffered by Mizoram, the Mizoram government claimed that 200 Assam police officers crossed a duty post manned by the Central Reserve Police Force (CRPF) and state police in Warangte town in Mizoram. Following the FIR, the Mizoram police also charged Sarma, four police officers, two bureaucrats, and over 200 Assam police personnel with attempted murder and criminal conspiracy in connection with the violent clash. On Sunday, Mizoram Chief Secretary Lalnun Mahua Twangu announced that the FIR filed against Sarma would be withdrawn. The Assam Chief Minister said he was willing to talk to the Mizoram government about the border disagreement at any time. At the Tokyo Olympics, the Indian women's hockey team made history on Monday, qualifying for the semi-finals for the first time. They defeated three-time winners Australia by a solitary goal. On Sunday, the Indian men's hockey team defeated Great Britain 3-1 to reach the Olympic semi-finals for the first time in 49 years. The Narendra Modi government is seriously considering the curtailment of the monsoon session, sources said on Friday, as a Pegasus snooping row disrupted parliament for the ninth straight day. Congress Rajya Sabha MP Malikarjun Kharge claimed on Monday that the government wants the parliament to be in a disarray so that their bills can be enacted and concerns such as inflation, covid and gasoline costs can be ignored. He further claimed that if the parliament is in functioning, the blame should go to the government. Government doesn't want itself to get exposed. They'll face challenges if there's a discussion on Pegasus. They'll lose their dignity. They say they're ready for discussion, but they don't want it, Kharge said. Union Defence Minister Rajnath Singh was expected to introduce a bill in the Lok Sabha today to maintain key defence services for India's security. 
Nirmala Sitaram, the finance minister, was to introduce the Tribunals Reforms Bill 2021, which aims to abolish tribunals or bodies established under various laws by altering numerous statutes in order to streamline the justice system. However, the Lok Sabha was adjourned until 2 p.m. on Monday after opposition MPs demanded a debate on the Pegasus project revelations. The parliament has barely functioned for 18 hours out of a total of 107 scheduled hours this session because of continued disruptions over the Pegasus snooping scandal and other issues. The Supreme Court issued a notice to states and union territories on Monday over the registration of cases under Section 66A of the IT Act, which the court had annulled in 2015. The court's notification came after the central government instructed states and union territories not to file cases under the now-defunct statute and to direct their respective police forces to dismiss any such cases. The Supreme Court voiced amazement and displeasure after learning that over 1,000 cases had been filed under the repealed law. The court warned officials who continue to use the out-of-date law with severe consequences. The court was hearing a petition from the People Union for Civil Liberties which claimed that since Section 66A was repealed six years ago, 1,307 new cases had been brought under it. According to a report in Al Jazeera, doctors in Nigeria's state-run hospitals have begun an indefinite strike over pay, insurance benefits and poor facilities as the country faces a third wave of the coronavirus. The strike by the National Association of Resident Doctors, NARD, which represents about 40% of doctors in Africa's most populous country, started on Monday and is the latest in a series of medical staff work stoppages. NARD president told AFP news agency that the large-scale strike was to push the government to honour its agreement on pay, hazard allowance, as well as insurance benefits to families of doctors who have died of the virus. The doctors are not only owed several months' worth of salaries, he said, they are also ill-equipped and underfunded for the job because the facilities in state-run hospitals are deplorable, adding that the strike would not be suspended until the union's demands were met. Doctors in Nigeria have long complained of a lack of beds and drugs in hospitals, as well as inadequate protective equipment. Other demands include life insurance coverage, a pay rise, and payment of unsettled wages. The doctors' union has previously called work stoppages on similar issues, grounding activities in government hospitals before calling them off. Authorities fear any reduction in capacity this time could harm the country's ability to tackle the coronavirus pandemic, including the program to administer vaccines. Last month, the Nigeria Center for Disease Control said it had detected the more contagious Delta variant, putting officials on alert for a third wave of infections in the country. That's all the news we have for you today. For ground reports on matters that matter to the public, log on to newslaundry.com. And if you believe in holding truth to power, then support independent media and hit the subscribe button on the top right-hand corner. Pay to keep news free. Until next time, keep safe, dear listeners. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.